0: Today's show is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Rude people. That's the biggest solution in the universe. It's me. You're welcome, buddy. If more people drove like me, there'd be no traffic. Yeah, because everyone would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> the first person to dance is the best person of the party. It's, I mean, if you like to dance, uh-huh. which I don't, which is stupid as shit, but <laughs> at, least,
1: <laughs> at least someone's doing it. <laughs> at least someone's... Is that
0: how you... Is, is that what you do? Yeah. At least someone's doing it. I'm out here dancing by myself. Yeah. Trying to kick, get things started. I've done it before. I fucking hate dancing, but I get up on the dance floor because, because <laughs> like, this fucking uh, dipshit wedding I'm at, no one's dancing because they, they fucking planned it shitty. They, they invited a bunch of shitty coward guests who aren't dancing. I'll fucking get up there. I'll dance. Great. Here's your stupid fucking song. Here's my stupid dance. <laughs>
1: Here's Maddox out there by himself before the bride and the groom have their first dance because he doesn't
0: understand
1: wedding protocol dance. <laughs> Sing some weird Middle Eastern dance. <laughs> 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 Screaming uh, at the band to play, um. <laughs> and that they're all cowards. <laughs> now available at the biggest problem in the
0: Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, I'm Maddox, with me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Gentleman. <laughs> hey, Sean, is that hey. your thing now? You say gentleman now? To, I don't know what else to say. Okay. Sean, I've been there. To quickly I, address the both of you. That is that is the mark of a guy who's thought about it. Yeah. Right? That's a sign of a guy who's thought about it, because I've done that too. I'm like, What do you say at the top of the show? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I don't know what that's like. Uh... That's why <laughs> Sean is never going to bring in a problem, because he's got to think <laughs> about everything so fucking much. Sean's that, a thinker. That's, that's probably true. Yeah, you, I think you'll think yourself out of it. Like, you'll come up with a problem and then figure it out by thinking about it so much and say, like, well, I guess it's not a problem
0: after all. It's a curse. It's related to my problem today, Dick. Um, yeah. So, Dick, last week, let's get this out of the way. Um, <laughs> Get what out of the way? Just the, the whatever the problem voting. one. It's no problem wins, <laughs> Dick. That's why, like, dude, in the comments, people are starting to say things like, oh, man, I just can't believe you brought in that low ball problem just to get votes, blah, blah, blah. Or uh-huh. uh, they'll say, I'm voting specifically for Dick just to hear this song or whatever. That's oh, not what this show's Which song? about. <laughs> Look guys, I'm curious. I'm genuinely interested in finding out what the biggest problem in the universe is based on your votes. So please take that into consideration when you vote. And apparently and What was it? You know what, Dick? I actually agree with the voting last week. It was yeah. made in China was a bigger problem than New Year's resolutions.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 That part takes like half the song. The dick is the winner oh, part. Yeah, is like I like half the time of the song. <laughs> there you go. Ah! You saw so arrogant? Yeah, feels yeah. good. Yeah. I'm getting trained like
0: Pavlov's dog with that song. Yeah, me too. I just my veins start bursting as soon as I hear it. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Um. Yeah. I. You know. I would agree with that, Dick. It didn't get a lot of votes. No. It, it didn't win by much. It, or didn't, it didn't get win. outvoted or whatever <laughs> you, you want to
1: say by much. Um. Yeah, and there was a lot of there was a lot of interesting commentary about it in the comments. This um week.
0: go ahead, Dick. I want you to start with the comments cuz my comment is going to lead into my problem. So however you want to leave off, let me know and then my last this, comment is going to lead into my okay, problem. Okay, this was my favorite. John Bromley, uh, he posts this
1: gigantic and very interesting comment about being a fabricator who like oversees production in China. It's oh, his yeah. job. He's oh, an American who goes over there and like tries to fix up the process. Great. What is he saying? saying that he was saying that it used to be like that, but it's less of a problem now, uh, and he gives he gives reasons why. It was, it was an interesting comment. And then one guy, David Lugo, just responds, "So it's your fault the monster truck didn't work?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's I'm glad that that's what you took from it. I, our fans are just really funny. Like the yeah. Korean
1: girl that I took to Burning Man the shitty passengers yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. She was I was talking to her yesterday. She's like, all of your fans are really funny. Like all the comments, it's just people constantly fucking with you, mm-hmm. fucking with each other. Like yeah. it's just that, that's the atmosphere that you guys have created. It's it's hilarious." Yeah, it's bunch great. of assholes.
0: It. Bunch of assholes. When people try to sometimes people sign me up for shows to be guest appearances or uh, you know, blog, uh, guest blog <laughs> yeah. writers or whatever. I will warn them ahead of time. I said, look, if you want me to promote this through Maddox, you're asking me to open a can of worms here. My fans are assholes. Just know what you're getting into. Yeah. Every time. I have to prep them and warn them, and actually I've dissuaded probably about 50% of the people. I love it. It's like a Pandora's box. Oh, yeah, I've dealt with this my whole fucking life, man. I know these, these guys, these knuckleheads.
1: Uh, at the Rafture on, on Twitter says, Dick Masterson, I got into an argument with my dad at Christmas dinner. Uh, he told me about some study he read. I inadvertently blurted out, <laughs> "I got his stats for you." <laughs> I got his stats for you. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Kevin Flanagan says, "I didn't realize it was cool to send gifts to the show." Expect a box full of AIDS in the next couple days. Right. Mean, I guess. Uh, what does cool. that look
0: like? I don't know. My mom. My mom would probably know. She's wished that upon me. So. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a whole story, buddy. I got it. That's a that's a that's an episode. Maybe I'll bring it in for a bring, bonus episode. Bring it in for Mother's Day. What's up? Sean? Your mom gets worse every week. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, this is even the tip of the iceberg, buddy. These these, these are just like the wishing cliff notes. AIDS on her kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh it's up there, man. That's up mm. there. I could go on, man. I'd have to do like a four part mini series of just stories for my mom. I guess. Yeah.
1: Four parts? You could cram it all into four parts? No. These are these, these would, would be like be Lord the, highlights. Of the Rings parts, like yeah,
0: parts, yeah. These would be the lowlights of <laughs> of uh, stories
1: from my mom. Anyway, uh, wh- uh, Brian Togas says people need to vote Maddox's resolution problem up. His points were solid, and he actually gave great advice for breaking down difficult goals into manageable chunks.
0: Yeah, I read that comment. Thank you. That was a really insightful comment. The guy yeah. got what I was trying to say. You said if you're so emotionally fragile that you need to
1: wait until a special day to take action towards an important goal, you should probably just give up now.
0: Yeah, Yeah. don't even start. You know, Dick, something kept resonating with me after the last episode. Oh. You know, because I'm not a disingenuous person when I argue. When I, because that's why sometimes I'll mention stats that will be in favor of your argument. Even though I know. You're very even-handed. Yeah, I get it. You're great. (laughs) What, what do you want? What's the point? <laughs> even though even though I know it may help your argument. So last time when I mentioned that uh, you said, well, aren't people more likely to accomplish their goals if well, they make resolutions? W- wait, can I
1: interrupt you for one second? Yeah. It makes for a more interesting show. Because I think that's what you're saying when you say it's not a contest. Like if you yeah. bring in stats that are
0: interesting, you might lose whatever. It might hurt your case, but it makes for a more interesting show. Sure, of course. And so I last time you mentioned that You're more likely to accomplish your goals if you make New Year's resolutions. And according to that study, it was 10 times more likely that you would accomplish your goals if you made resolutions, which still only amounted to an 8% increase of you potentially making your goals. So it's basically 10% of nothing. I got a voicemail about that. You want to hear Or 10 times nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Problem that I have with Maddox's assertion is that 8%, let's round up to 10%. No. Well, is one of your fingers being cut off of your hand. That's true. That is not infinitesimal as he said in your last episode. No, dickhead. Ridiculous. Oh no. Eat all of the dicks in the world. <laughs> Love Brian. Well,
1: there's no fuck me. I'm no, okay. what's
0: what's infinitesimal isn't the 8%. It's the likelihood that that makes it 10 times more likely that you're going to accomplish your goals yeah. that's still infinitesimal because it only amounts to an 8% increase so it's basically 10 times 1% which is infinitesimal uh, yeah, all right yeah but your problem with
1: it people like with jobs and kids and responsibilities yeah. it's nice to have a
0: day that they can make a resolution it's not as easy as you're making it seem like oh. just be better anytime yeah dick i'm agreeing with you and that day is today don't fucking wait until the new year. Don't wait until a solstice. Don't wait until your birthday. Make it fucking today. Because if you don't, you're never going to accomplish those goals. Take the first step now, okay. right after you listen to this podcast. All right, Dr. Phil.
1: Let's <laughs> calm down. John Clancy, uh, this this is directed at you, Sean. This guy's disappointed. We posted a bunch of behind-the-scenes photos at our last podcast. Do yeah. remember that? Because we opened a bunch of presents. I saw that. And, yeah, and it was the first time that you were featured were you happy with the picture? Because I was not happy with the picture of me that got posted. I look like a fat idiot.
2: Dick. I, I think it was just a shot of me from the side. I'm opening the uh, Butterfingers, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sean, I picked the most flattering photo of you. And, Dick, you as well. You had— <laughs> There was a picture of you wearing the Tom's shoes. I thought, well, this will ruin his career. Oh. I don't want to do this to him. Did I look good in that picture? No, you look terrible wearing no. the Tom's shoes because Tom's shoes are terrible shoes. Well, John
1: Clancy says, I was picturing Sean to be fatter. Yeah. I don't know. He just
0: kind of has a fat voice. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea what a fat voice is. Me either. I do. I've heard, (laughs) when I talk to people on the phone sometimes, especially customer service, I know within probably a 98% degree of accuracy how fat they are. (laughs) Is there like a tuba playing in the background or something? Why is it Why <laughs> boom, do you know how boom, fat? They boom, are? Boom, boom. No, because you can hear the heavier breathing and the tenor of their voice. Oh. like you know a fat person. you know they have a fat voice. maybe I mean, they're just a psychopath. No, psychopaths don't sound fat when they're on the they're like, right No, that's no? a pant. It's more like a, it's just more like a heavy breathing, like almost they're sighing in between breaths, you mm. know what I mean? And that's like a fat sigh they're They're just like,, oh, I'm fat. Anyway, it's hard to explain because you've never been really fat. I was a fat no. guy, so I know I know a fat voice because I used to have a fat voice.
1: Let's see, I got some more voicemails here. This one was a this one was a weird one.
0: Dick fucking Masterson, yeah. the guy who in one episode will point to his ridiculous libertarian principles, yep. and then in the next episode will point to how China makes shitty products yeah. because they have less regulations. The principle well. there being that regulations are good. And that we would make better products
2: because we have more strict regulations. Mm-hmm. You know those things that libertarians want to get
0: rid of. Is that what you got out of what I was so, saying? So fucking Dick. Have That's why I, it was boggling my mind because you have well, these like staunch libertarian views, and then you're admonishing China for for having uh, you know no regulations and making products for as cheaply as possible. First of all, I I like to take things in moderation. Yeah, Almost something not
1: liquor, but some things. Yeah, uh, the. My, regulations like you have to show what's in the product you're buying, like food. I don't mind that. Oh, okay. is, is that like, is this, do people think that like libertarians are just like anarcho capitalists? Like, whatever goes, whatever
0: it takes to make a buck, that's what I want. Roll over
1: people with the steamroller. I don't
0: fucking care. Yeah, that's a moderate view of libertarianism. By the (laughs) way, Dick, you remember a long time ago, we got in a debate over email, and we had this exact same conversation, and I called you anything for a buck, Masterson, and I sent you a photo of a guy who had his eyes blinded with dollar bills and then a whole bunch of, like, sweatshops and shit like that. You remember that? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes
1: I look at the emails you and I send back and forth, and I think about, like, the Jefferson Adams papers, like, the letters that these... (laughs) (laughs) learned men of history wrote to one another and I'm horrified imagining that like 200 years in the future any of our email chains will like come out and be like this is how these fucking idiots talk to each other and and by that point it might actually sound learned you know and like that might be a sophisticated level of discourse well you brought you brought up the whole capital thing capitalist thing too this was my point with China over decades of currency manipulation which I never got into They've established themselves as a global addiction for manufacturing. You see what I'm saying? Like their entire industrial base serves to make goods, some of which are shitty, for the whole planet. And by this point, even if they are recovering, it there's no escaping that. And that's done. That's there's nothing libertarian about a country manipulating its currency to the detriment of their own poor people. um, Like, do you understand how? Currency manipulation works? Yes, Dick, of course. That's, I, it's not, a, that's not a trivial question because right. it's
0: confusing. It's like, how does, how does a currency become less valuable? The way China does it is by not floating their currency. They the, Most currencies are pegged to the dollar or pegged to the pound or, excuse me, pegged to the pound or pegged to the EU. China's isn't floating. China's is fixed at, I think it was like 8 yuan to the dollar, something like that. That's how they manipulate the currency. However, Dick, it's always a two-party system. It's similar to the argument that people make that, Uh, immigrants are taking our jobs. I always like to point out that, hey, they're not taking our jobs. Companies are giving them the jobs, right? It's a two-party system. You can't just take something. So if China becomes the cheapest manufacturer in the world, isn't the culpability also on America and Europe and the rest of the Western societies to not use it if they feel that the way China's manufacturing products is uh, untenable or immoral? But here's the thing. And here's why... I think
1: capitalism or libertarianism or whatever is getting money's getting blamed for this when it's not money's fault. When you <laughs> fix when you fix a currency, when you are when you're taking money and buying imaginary money from the U.S. right? So China's taking their dongs or their yawns or whatever they have, <laughs> yeah. and they're saying, "Give me, g- give us Treasury bonds. We right. don't care. Just take your money back." Yeah, because they when they do that, they prevent. The people in these factories from getting more money to a point where it would be too expensive to manufacture there. Do you see what I'm saying? So by doing this, they ruined the entire point of what the market would protect them from. Does that make sense?
0: Uh well Dick the, yeah I I hear that but because the, they can't increase their wages right because I, I, they're being artificially lowered no but that's that's so the argument Dick the reason they're doing that and this is like sound economic theory is that they are doing that to create a manufacturing base in their country the government so that is the government is yeah so that once once they get to a sufficient level of economy once they get their, they raise their their economy to a sufficiently large enough size right. then they can turn around and float their currency again and then. They'll Which say, they okay, are doing. They are doing, of course, because there is enough pressure from NATO and a few other, uh, you know, what's internally a, D8, D8 as countries. well. People
1: are going fucking crazy because well, investors investors don't like
0: currency manipulating because they can't invest their money. Only manufacturers. Well, do. Sure, sure, sure. But let me let me finish this point. Yeah, when they when they have uh, when they have established enough of a manufacturing base, then they float their currency again. Then China's going to turn around and be on top because guess what? They already have the manufacturing base and they have the strong economy, so that's China's strategy. I'm not sure if it's right or wrong or whether it's going to work, but that's at least a sound economic theory. No one is
1: doubting that, and I'm not doubting that. However, the only, po- the only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's not the people doing this organically. It's the government saying this is our strategy, yeah. and that— That's as anti-libertarian as it gets. I'm not saying that it's even a good, uh, libertarianism is a good philosophy. I'm just saying to this guy who said, how could I knock China for this strategy? It's, their strategy is a bunch of dudes sitting around thinking what's best for people while they're starving and committing suicide in their fucking factories. I'm very
0: against that. Well, then why do you own an iPhone manufactured in one of these
1: factories? I'm against it so
0: far as I have (laughs) to suffer for it. Okay. All right. So yeah. you personally don't want to be in one of these factories, but you're okay with paying somebody else to do it. What doesn't
1: what I, what I'm okay with is irrelevant. Where I spend my money is
0: <laughs> my, what my money spending says is that I don't give a fuck. Exactly, just like everybody else, just like just most like of America. everybody else. Therefore, it's a two party system. But America, it ends with go ahead. Yeah, America is enabling the, China to do this by paying these these manufacturers to to. Produce these pro- products at any cost. Yeah. And you're culpable by buying these products. You oh. can't complain about it and then still buy them.
1: I can complain. When a monster truck breaks within 10 minutes of opening it, that's not here. This fucking guy tried to fix my problem. Oh, this.
2: Hey, this is Jordan from Bountiful Utah. I can't remember if I already left <laughs> this hometown. message. Yeah. In case, but this one's for Dick. Um, I noticed that uh, your problem made in China. Well, there's a pretty easy solution to it. Check the reviews. In this day and age, Uh, you're going to have to check the reviews for anything you buy.
0: Anything? Um, Otherwise, you're going to end up with a shitty product sooner or later. So, sorry, man, but that one's on you. Yeah, dude. And also, Dick, uh, another thing. Have you ever bought a product from a company that you trust that ended up failing? What do you mean? Yeah, of course. Of course, right? Like, for example, we were buying hard drives a while back for the live show, and I said, uh, let's stay away from Western Digital because they have a higher fail rate recently. Um, I, Western Digital used to be a great company, but the fail rate is just that. It's a rate. It's no guarantee that you're going to get a failure every single time. So what? who's to say that the monster truck that you bought isn't just a fluke? You will have a test sample of one rather than testing three or four different monster trucks made in China. You could have bought a good one. I'm sure that they're not all failing. There's got to be a fail rate, that, and they have a tolerance for that. Even Apple products have like a 15% fail rate, something like that. That's absolutely not true. 15%? Or no, no, I'm sorry. That's, I'm Maybe thinking of Beats, Beats by Dre.
1: Oh, Beats by Dre have a 15% failure rate?
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I read, uh, I think, a while back.
1: Hey, by the way, I talked my brother-in-law out of buying some.
0: Great. Uh, when
1: he was out here, he was looking for headphones. Then your and brother-in-law
0: like, is the proud...
1: What is he? The benefactor of the your benefactor. glorious advice. Yes! There you go.
0: Finally getting some credit. That's what I deserve. All right. Thank you. You want to do your first problem? <laughs> yeah, but I'm before... I'm trying to educate you about global economics. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dick Masterson. Mr. DNA Pajamas. Um. <gasps> what? Uh, it's from the bonus episode. A reference oh, hey. to our bonus episode. Here's a
1: reference to the bonus episode. I kicked your ass at a wine tasting Fuck competition. you did not. You did. I not. totally did. Okay, don't get into bullshit. don't get too far
0: into the specifics because I don't want to spoil it for no, of people. of course not. You guys go to the bonus episode page even if you're not subscribers. Look at the contest, look at the results. You'll see how Dick fucked up. All right, anyway, Dick. I have a comment nailed here. Nailed it. Yeah. You got nailed, buddy. Um, I got a comment here from Scott Miller. Shot a cork right up your ass, Dick. <laughs> what? What's your comment? Get to the fucking comment. <laughs> your horse shit. I got a comment from Scott Miller, and this comment is going to lead into my problem. But I'm gonna—it's a long one. And I'm gonna read the whole thing. Okay. Scott Miller says, "For fuck's sake, I want to get a scarecrow and put Dick's face on it, so Maddox can make crummy strawman arguments <laughs> against it rather than his poor co-host." Yeah. We get Dick versus Dick, where Dick contradicts his own points in different episodes, but we lack a Maddox versus Maddox, in which Maddox violates his holy principles, and he has an asterisk here. In the same gosh-dang episode, he proselytizes them. He scorns lording knowledge over people, and then looks down on idiots and dipshits who don't know the same stuff he does. Wow, this guy's got your number. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it soo- It sure seems that way, doesn't <laughs> your it, your mom should team up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> She'd love him. Why do they get married, idiot? Um, he makes sweeping generalizations and then gets after Dick for saying all products made in China are bad when that wasn't even what Dick was saying, and he put two exclamation marks. Yeah. He said, relative to American products, Chinese products will be shittier more often than they will be better. That's all. And that's fucking true. Okay, thanks for setting the record straight, Scott. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So you beat this defenseless straw man to death. And then move on to say that even if Chinese products are poopy, it doesn't matter. And by the way, he's replacing a lot of the cuss words in here because we used uh, cuss control last episode. Yeah. He said, we're trying to find the biggest problem in the universe, Dick. As I understand it, the show is an infinite series of episodes in which you order all of the problems in the universe relative to one another. That's right. That's what we do. That means you'll get to them all, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So yeah, let's have pedophiles and audiophiles. Let's do Christmas sweaters and female genital mutilation. But don't fudging try to disqualify one problem for being too small, especially without citing any evidence of its significance, as though it's even possible. So he's he's whining down here. It's almost to the end here. He says, I would have left voicemail, but I feared Maddox would whine about the quality of my phone <laughs> or the sound of my voice <laughs> instead of addressing what... I was saying because yeah. that's how he quote wins the show <laughs> that he says has no winner. Oh, that's great! All right, Miles, my, my turn. Nope, one more, <laughs> one more, uh, one more paragraph here. He right. says, "Dick, don't go f yourself. You buoy the show by not stooping to Maddox's morally reprehensible and worse, <laughs> intellectually slothful methods of argument. Maddox, in the words of the dude, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole." <laughs> which which I have heard so much yeah. and I love it I revel in it. So Dick, this comment. Wow, that's a doozy. It is a doozy and I wanted to bring the whole entire thing in because I want to show people I'm not afraid of jack shit. Come my on. this comment leads me to my problem this week, which is lesser minds. <laughs> oh boy, you're uh-huh. doubling down then. Oh boy. All right. Boy am I ever. Lesser minds is my problem. Okay? The signs of a lesser mind. The first sign of a lesser mind is not providing examples. Mm. When you say I scorn people, specifically audiophiles, for, quote, lording knowledge over people, and then you say I do the same, you know what would really drive that point home? Examples. You provided nothing. You have no examples. The audiophiles wasn't the example? No, he referred to it. I'm not going to assume. I'm not going to predict what he was trying to say. I'm guessing that he was talking about the audiophile episode because that, I believe that that's the only episode that I've used the word lording in, and it was the audiophile episode. He he left it up to hmm. me to guess and infer what he was trying to say. Guess what, dipshit? That's sloppy debating. I'm not going to do it. Well, I'm sure you've done that, though. Don't what? You,
1: think, uh, you have a problem with people lording things over you? Wasn't that the entire argument with Christmas
0: sweaters? No, and um, not at all. The, the closest it comes to is in the audiophile episode. See, here again, we're speculating rather than him giving a crystal clear example and then me being able to rebut it. Well, Instead, he chose the lazy route. He chose the intellectually slothful route All right, to use his own phrase. Here's the second sign of a lesser mind, Dick. Not being able to distinguish an inquiry from a challenge. When Dick made the generalization that products from China are usually more inferior, if you paid close attention, I didn't disagree with him. I didn't agree either. All I did was ask questions. It's the mark of a lesser mind to view an inquiry as a challenge. I generally like to gather facts before I make a conclusion. It's called making an informed decision. All right, dipshit? I didn't think that the concept of asking for evidence would be such a firebrand, and it was. It shouldn't be such a revolutionary idea to you. What's that? Is this a slam on me or him? I think you you went on to me. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would be such a revolutionary concept, Dick, to ask for evidence of a claim. Yeah. And, and by the way, Dick, I happen to agree with you. I think the majority of products from China are probably crappy, but I'm not <laughs> going to... <laughs> yeah, but like that's my, But that's my opinion... And uh-huh. I'm not going to ma- make that claim as a fact mm-hmm. because that's just my opinion based on my empirical knowledge. Uh, but I have also seen a quiet affair. Uh, I have a fair amount of Chinese products that are high quality. My, yeah. my comic books were produced in China, and I know the factory and I know the person who produced them. And You they're know cr- the guy at the factory. I know who the guy at the them? factory. I know the How CEO. Is that? Oh, the CEO.
1: I thought you meant the guy on the assembly line, like stapling pages together, (laughs) sending you secret notes in your comic book or something like
0: that. No, they're really high quality. In fact, um, I don't know, a lot of my listeners may have the comic, maybe not, I don't know. But the comic book that I produced in China is full color front and back, glossy pages, inside glossy pages, black and white, very high quality print, came with a backboard and wrapping, and it was all produced uh, for a really good price and high- highest quality I could possibly imagine. I was overwhelmingly pleased with the product that I got from China, and it all came because I put the care and effort into contacting the right person and making sure that he was going to deliver a quality product.
1: Man, this is a real you are great problem, isn't it? <laughs> it's just every single
0: fucking one. Is. There's many levels to the greatness.
1: A lot of twists and turns. Yeah,
0: all roads lead to Rome, though. Oh. <laughs> the empire of you. Yeah, Dick, you uh, you really just uh, I think you really summarized the spirit of this problem. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I got it pretty quickly. Well, Dick, <laughs> I have one last sign of a lesser mind. This is the third and final sign that I have of a lesser mind uh-huh. is not being able to discern an argument from blind criticism. So a common criticism I get is that sometimes I don't address what the person is saying and instead focus on something like, quote, the quality of the phone call or the sound of your voice. Yeah, well, those are funny. Yeah, of course it's funny. But it's a common criticism I receive and it's usually only when I ignore people calling me an idiot or criticizing (laughs) me for being stupid while doing something stupid themselves. Right, fuck nuts? For example, in episode 28, that's what he was referring to. In episode 28, we aired a voicemail from a caller who called me a fucking retard (laughs) (laughs) for not using certain features on Facebook. The reason I made fun of his call, dumbass, rather than addressing what he said, is because he had no merit, and I thought it was obvious to our listeners. Clearly, I gave you too much credit. If somebody's just calling me and calling just to to say you suck or you're an idiot or Uh whatever— those are hollow statements. That's your opinion. There's no meat to that criticism. A long time ago, uh, someone posted on the I Am Better Than Your Kids website. This guy, I think his name was Tim or Tom or whatever. He said that I wasn't funny. And <laughs> he said that I know Maddox isn't going to respond to this. And, Why? And, well, because he thinks that I'm afraid of that criticism.
1: Oh, no. That's that's weird. I've seen
0: that before. That, that always – Yeah. That's always just- So, you know, that's definitely the sign of a lesser mind, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dick, in the 18 years I've been writing, I think it's almost 18 years now that I've been writing, I had never responded to one of those messages and I decided to respond to him and explain why I never respond to those messages. It's because your opinion is invalid. It doesn't matter. It's not qualified. Kate, in order for your opinion to matter on what, whether or not you think somebody is funny... You have to establish yourself as somebody whose opinion is trusted, and and we have to know what kind of humor you actually like. Sure. For example, that's why people respected Roger Ebert's opinion when he was alive. It's because his opinion was backed by a body of work. And you know if Roger Ebert criticized a movie like The Army of Darkness for being a shit movie, you know to take that with a grain of salt because that's not the type of movie that Roger Ebert likes. Right. This guy who criticized me as being not funny or this guy who, who calls me a fucking retard, I don't know anything about this guy. So for his opinion to matter, I have to know who he is and what he believes and what he likes. Who else does he think is a fucking retard, for example? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't respond to criticisms like that because they're hollow. Give me some meat, some red meat, which, by the way, Scott, if that is your name, uh, (laughs) your your comment actually did have some meat. At least you tried to give me some actual criticism. You failed and a lot of it but you actually tried to give me some criticism. That's why I don't respond to bullshit-ass comments from people who call me fucking retard. What am I supposed to say to that? Uh, that's your opinion, dude. Great. Next caller. What else am I supposed to do?
1: I don't know. Let's let's try it right now and see what happens. Hey, Dick Masterson. <laughs> you must have a lot of dicks in
2: your mouth because <laughs> you sound like the biggest pussy in the universe. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, it's still I don't know. Playing. I just I think you're a pussy because you, you didn't want to, you know, defend, you know, freedom of speech. And <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: might, a, that's what I'm against. A bunch
2: of um, the Guy who's been banned from the internet. Go back to France, or wherever your pussy ass is from. Um, go back to France. Did you batch. hear that? Yeah. Peace.
1: So, are we not supposed to make fun of that guy's voice? Are supposed uh, <laughs> to respond to his criticisms of I, me being a, the biggest pussy in the universe? Yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's exactly what I was getting at, His Dick. voice was kind of funny. His voice is hilarious. He sounds <laughs> like he's asleep or on, uh, me- like, what, what is he? Uh, what's the um, tranquilizer? Methadone. Methadone, is that? It's one of them. What Oxy- do you want? How high do you want to get? No, tell me that. Yeah. What
1: kind of high are you looking for? Oxycontin? Like that kind of high. He sounds yeah, like a Vicodin? Benadryl high, maybe. Benadryl? in yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I can make fun of that guy's voice the rest of this episode.
1: Yeah, I think you, you focus a lot on... Uh, on you know stats and shit like that though you do you do like your stats
0: yeah it's 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 the only literally the only evidence that we have to back up our point and the guy some guy was backing up your argument last time too what was argument like, exactly <laughs> exactly he was saying he was saying well Maddox um, you rely too much on stats where people can doctor information and uh, yeah, come to any true. conclusion they want yeah Dick but guess what if you discredit all studies. Then we have nothing. Progress stops. We're just going to f- go back to fucking living in caves <laughs> like monkeys. <laughs> Vote on monkeys. Now, you are so passionate about studies <laughs> and horseshit. shit. <laughs> Yeah, Dick. I just, you know, I just want to end on this quote.
1: Look. You tried, you Scott, know, but you I'm sorry. What? I guess uh, he didn't put enough things. He didn't get, you didn't get the evidence in there that you needed to. What, he Scott? almost made yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Well, no, he made an effort. He made he gave it a good college What try. could he have had in there? Those I'll tell three you. things. Okay, See, this is why I feel like I am the I can debate myself and it comes down to Everyone wishes you just would debate yourself. <laughs> Uh, is that a is that a more verbose way of telling me to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck myself. Listen to this, Dick. Um, I you know on Facebook they have this section for quotes and whatever. Uh-huh. I don't. I, I fucking hate quotes most of the time. I, I keep a handful of them around because some of them are good. This is one quote I happen to really really like, and I like to think about it all the time. It's from Aristotle. It says it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. And yeah. I wish more of our listeners would fucking do that every now and then. Oh, I think our listeners are pretty sharp. They're, they're funny. They're yeah. really funny. Oh, they're you funny. You gotta be
1: smart to be funny. I think that's true.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that some You of gotta them- be
1: able to hold it all in your head to make a joke. To see the whole, the whole tapestry of life
0: and to point out something that's unique and interesting. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. We got, some, yeah. we got some smart and funny listeners. Oh, yeah. Some real dumb shits, too, though. Well. Real, real morons. Real apes. Real numb nuts. <laughs> Real dullards. You done? A couple knuckle draggers. So you're asking people to vote against themselves in this problem? Mouth breeding. Dumb shit, Neanderthal Luddites. <laughs> fucking tool bags. Yeah. They're tool factories. That's what they are. Oh, the entire factory of tools. That's what our listeners are. <laughs> A big fucking Costco of tools. Oh, man. Just tools falling off the shelves, so tripping over your tools. They're tripping over themselves. Wow. So Scott
1: really got under your skin, I guess. <laughs> this guy,
0: you printed it out. You've been thinking about it for a week. Oh, and no. And you dedicated no. 15 minutes to talking about it. Dick, my problem is lesser minds, and Scott's not the least of the lesser minds. He's just one of them. Sounds pretty. He sounds pretty smart. Ah, He tried. He gave it a call. Oh, uh, so you asked me what would be a better criticism of me? What could he have done? Well, I would have to go back and listen to my own episode and see what uh, what holes I could poke in my own argument. Which, by the way, it's easy to do. No, very few people – like, people rarely poke holes in my argument in a cogent way. They're always just trying to attack me personally by calling me, uh, you know, a dickhead or yeah. an ass face or a dipshit. Like, these yeah. are things that the people say, but um, I don't give a shit. Like, that's not – that's not – Criticism no, with me No, oh, I'm, I'm with you there When I get
1: like a hate mail Or yeah. something on Twitter I just went through like Six pages of girls Calling me uh, You know Every name in the book On Twitter yeah. I'm always like ah, c- Come on You could do better than that yeah. like, You gotta really dig Make me feel something You know Give me what I want Make I me- wanna feel anything
0: Make me feel bad
1: Yeah You like, gotta dig Way deeper than yeah. that I've been getting death threats for You know Since 1995 Or 1996 Like, Ma- Step up your game
0: My mom Wishes AIDS upon me <laughs> What do you got? Yeah. Huh? You think you're gonna beat my fucking mom? Get the fuck out of here. She's the she's the pro at making me feel like shit. She's the expert. She's been doing it her whole life. She's been doing it since I was born. <laughs> you yeah. got nothing on me, buddy. And I can do it way better than you. I am my own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. you should you should get in my head, battle my demons. No, no, thank you. All right, that's my problem, Dick. Lesser minds. All right, my problem
1: is way worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hangovers. Oh, okay. Happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, Dick. Hangovers. Okay. I'm I'm still hungover. I can from tell. New Year. Yeah. This is a this is a long one. <laughs> what? Uh, this is what a long hangover, Dick. It's been three days. Yeah, I'm still feel really hung. I think I broke my brain. Uh. <laughs> like I think Uh-oh. about it in like Star Trek terms yeah. or whatever. I think I lowered all the shields and now it's just raw <laughs> brain being Ew. exposed. Yeah. So I feel like it's just chipping away at the the brain, the gray matter. Yeah, you might want to get Lieutenant
0: Jordy on that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's any uh any stats that that's how the brain works or whatever, but that's how it feels like to me. So I did find a study you might find interesting. <laughs> a study on on
0: uh your hangover. On hangovers. No, oh, okay. I have
1: I have I also put together stats on my hangovers. Great. Yeah. The average British person spends a year of their life hungover according a to year this study. Ago. Three hundred and fifteen days spent battling nausea and sickness and whatever and headaches.
0: That's more than an average that's like that's what? How many uh, It's an def-
1: entire year.
0: Yeah, that's an entire year. But th- how many days per year is that?
1: Uh 365. What do you mean? How many days per No, uh, cumulative no, uh, cumul- cumul- uh, cumul- over-, li- over their lives? So yeah, yeah, divide yeah. that by 70. So if you I think it was I think it was um oh do just do the math. It was like the outliers were like some people would have three thousand
0: hangovers in their lifetime. Yeah, that's five five days per year of their life if they live seventy years old. Five days of year of well, of their but it life. was
1: only the survey was between twenty and sixty five.
0: Oh wow, that's so amazing. you had about
1: forty five years. What's three hundred and
0: fifteen into forty five? That's how many days. It's, and this is the average person seven days. Out of the year, they spend completely hungover. That's an entire work week. And that's yeah, plus that's plus the weekends.
1: Average person, the outliers were three thousand hangovers in life. That's five years. Holy shit. That's yeah. Cool. So if the cooler you are,
0: <laughs> if you're a cool guy, that's five years of your life spent with a hangover. Those are some fun dudes, man. This is in the UK. Yeah. That's where I'm going. They know how to fucking drink over there, buddy. You've been to the, you've been to London, right? Yes, I have. It's it's great. One of the best drinking towns there. And uh, Budapest is incredible. Uh, Prague is cool. But yeah, man, they drink over there and they go on pub crawls and they don't give a shit because they got subways and everyone's just jolly all the time. It's well, I great. have
1: no reason to believe it's different over here. W- w- if we're just speaking like numbers wise, a year of your life, that sounds about normal for anywhere in the civilized world a year of your life uh, uh, yeah total over your entire lifetime a year is spent hungover like 315 days spent hungover whatever the number you said what was that seven a year seven a year that yeah. seems even low to me but you know look who you're asking yeah it's it seems like everyone spends a year of their life hungover like hungover is shit
0: it's yeah, a I don't big know, problem. Dick, I, I can count on one hand the number of times I've been hungover. Well, nope, two. I've been hungover, I think, about seven times in my life. I rarely you ever, serious? Yeah, I rarely ever get hangovers. I'm just awesome as shit.
1: So let's take the average just between us then. You've had seven hangovers? Yeah. All right, I did the math on mine. Just because I was interested to see how it
0: lined up with Britain. Hey, uh, yeah, What? Uh, by the way, Dick, I learned a new phrase recently. Like, if you, if you have a hangover, but you also hooked up with someone, the next day it's called a bangover. Have you heard that oh, one before? That's cute. Yeah, no, I haven't heard that. I just before. learned that phrase recently. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? What is that? Here's what stats? people what are missing. Oh, mine.
1: Uh, I would say. I would say I sp- I get a hangover every three days. That's about right, actually. Yeah. yeah. So that's 125 days a year. Right. Yeah. But then I calculated it out to just five hours worth of hangover hmm. out of that day, from like 10 to like two. Hmm. Does that sound right?
0: Ten to two, two, maybe two. six. Yeah, ten to six. Okay, and that's if you amortize the time over the course of what all the hours in a week. Yeah,
1: because this study just did the whole day. Yeah, I'm like I, I can function after like two or three. Sure. Right. So that's let's, if we go
0: with six. Deba- that's, debatable, but uh, yes.
1: Well, I mean, you know, let's not like like Scott said. Let's not get too bogged down in the specifics <laughs> of the stats. All right. So what's six times 125? Was it 750? That's you got a good that. calculator on I you? Sure do. So what's seven hundred and fifty times forty-five years of that? Thirty-three thousand seven hundred and fifty. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of days. That's a lot of time. Oh, d- divide it by twenty-four for days. Oh, Okay, that's f- oh,
0: four hundred and six days. One thousand four hundred and six days, and a quarter of a day. So it's so plus like eight three, hours. That's like three years. Yeah, three years. Oh. Wait here, I can tell you exactly how many years. It's three years, three point eight five years, almost hmm. four years you spend of your life hungover. So on average, let's average, let's do our two averages. Yeah. That's
1: uh, <laughs> that's one point eight years that you and I spend hungover. That's we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't we? Don't lump me into this, dude,
1: with my seven here's, days here's, in a alignment. Somebody, somebody
2: is not pulling their weight. Yeah, you better,
1: you better <laughs> look. According to these stats, I'm an expert on yeah. being hungover, because yeah. I have over ten thousand hours of doing it. Uh, i 'm like a concert pianist of being hung over dick
0: i don't think they call alcoholism expertise like well, that's, <laughs> you're not it 's a marketing problem yeah no it's it 's definitely like a, a a psychological problem i think
1: here's what this here 's what this study said uh wh- here 's what people are missing because they 're hung over okay that's why it 's a big problem yeah uh one in every thirteen people surveyed said they missed a first date because they were too hung over oh that 's hilarious, yeah. One in ten said they missed a job interview. That's pretty
0: bad.
1: 8% of people surveyed admitted they had missed a wedding thanks to a hangover. Yes. And
0: 6% said they missed a funeral. (laughs) You know, that's the one understandable one on that list. If you're depressed and you're just drinking, like, okay, I get it. You're too hungover to go to fucking wake. Yeah, yeah. Which, what are you going to do when you're there anyway, man? Just drink more. Just console loved ones. You know, no big deal. You know, um my funeral is going to be fun. I'll talk about that in another episode. What is
1: your funeral going to be?
0: Oh, I'm going to have a nacho dish in my bowl in my stomach. I'm going to have my stomach emptied out. In your excavated and bi- stomach like a mummy? Uh, yes, and I'm okay. going to have uh, I'm going to have um bikini dancers like uh, you know like the Hawaiian dancers uh, Sure, like a luau. A luau. Yeah, it's going to be like a luau, luau funeral. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I'm gonna have a, a, a probably a mariachi band or some tiki music going at all times. Plus, I'm gonna have myself with a little voice box in, inside with red uh, flashing eyes, and anytime it as someone walks by, kind of like those uh, motion detection lights that come on automatically, yeah. it'll play a tape that says "Thank you for coming to my wake." Right? And, yeah, so like a go- a gorish nightmare. Like, <laughs> no. something like that. No, it's gonna be fun. Just imagine, like, because while people are standing around mourning after me, I want them to be able to Wait a minute, who are these salts? people? Okay. <laughs> all right. You know what, Dick? I imagine I'm going to have a few people at my funeral if they can find enough pieces of my body parts to all, reconstruct they'll me. They'll all be lesser minds, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know if they'll get this, the subtle nuances of your funeral theme, <laughs> like the mariachi and the stomach chips.
0: Yeah. What's a, uh, You're shitting on my fucking funeral. <laughs> I, I, wh- how am I, how is this fucking fair, man? I look. It's my funeral. That's why I want it. That's why I want. I want people to eat chips. I want them to be happy when I'm or when they're standing around crying after me. Is that really? Is this your
1: funeral fantasy? I would this love. Is what you want? Yes, I, I want there to be chips and with, salsa. Sorry,
0: go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chips and salsa in my stomach with guac, and uh, you know, give something people to give people something to do while they're mourning. I would have figured you for one of these assholes that wants to get like shot into space or something,
1: so aliens could find you or resurrect you or some wow. stupid god complex thing. I do
0: have, I do have alternates, and that is one of them. Okay, yes. what what else? Uh, yeah, cryogenically frozen, so is you another can be brought one. back to life. Yes, I I imagine the second I die, I'll immediately get resurrected in like the year 38, 3800, 3850, something like that. Uh-huh. And then the other one is to be launched out of a cannon into a brick wall. Which, uh, if I live to the ripe age of sixty, I imagine that's about when I'll uh, I'll concede. Of a heart attack. No, not from a heart attack. Being launched in a cannon into a brick wall. You mean you'll do it while you're alive?
1: Yeah, man. Just to check out like uh, Soylent Green yep. style? Like I'm, uh, I'm done? Peace out, everyone.
0: That'll be my last update. Peace out. <laughs> right into a fucking wall. I can't wait. Or into the sun. Like, I, I said a long time ago, old people should be launched into the sun. I'm not a hypocrite. When I get to that age, you know, if my functions decline to the point where I can't, I'm, I'm senile, I can't control myself, I'm shit and pissing myself all the time, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm going to the sun. You're launching yourself into the sun. Yeah, doing everyone a favor. It'd be expensive. I don't give a shit, I'm not putting the bill.
1: Can we just tell you we're launching you into the sun and then just throw you in the garbage?
0: <laughs> At least make it an incinerator so it feels like the uh, sun. you know. You know, and and by the way, I want there to be a transparent glass on the on the uh, on the coffin or whatever capsule I'm in, so you can see me banging Oh I changed my mind (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh man. My skin's (laughs) melting up. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, Dick, what's your uh, what's your problem? Hangovers. (laughs) (laughs) It's hangovers. (laughs) All right, Dick, is that uh people are missing out on romance and jobs and shit. I guess it's a big problem, Dick. I'm not going to shit on there's, this problem. There's I, I no think. cure for it, Maddox. Oh, really? Because I might have one as my next problem, Dick. You have a cure for a hangover? Maybe. No,
1: no, 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 no. Everyone always says they do, but I'm an expert. There's okay. no cure. There's no
0: cure? Actually, you know why I don't get a lot of hangovers, Dick? I Because you're that- a liar. <laughs> 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 no, this is my theory. Um... Either, either I get them and I don't feel them, but uh, I, I believe it has to do with the amount of nutrients in your body. So you remember they made this chaser pill a while back? It was this pill you're supposed to take before you start drinking the night before, and yeah. you supposedly don't get a hangover. Mm-hmm. So I took a couple of those pills one time, and I, I thought uh, it actually worked. I didn't get a hangover the next day because I drank very heavily. And I looked inside the ingredients, and it was a whole bunch of, like, vitamin B12 and g- ginseng and a bunch of all the b- bullshit, but it's mostly B12. And that's all it is. If you have a lot of B12 in your body, you'll be less susceptible to hangovers the next day.
1: My friend gets a shot of B12 in his ass when he gets really hungover.
0: Yeah, see, that that's all
1: it is. He says it works, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think buy it. I, I don't think buy so. hangover
0: gears. I think so, because I rarely ever get hangovers, and I'm very nutritionally—I have a nutritional surplus. My dad says that, though. Yeah. Like, he always says that he never gets hangovers. He's, he says he's only been hungover twice, and both of them are with me. Yep, <laughs> yep. I've I've only blacked out four times, four or five times while drinking in my life. Four of them have been with you, Dick, and I think two or three out of the seven hangovers I've had were also with you. But yeah, yeah your dad's a smart guy. I believe him. That's the event horizon of my alcoholism. <laughs> you passed, you passed too close <laughs> to the black hole. Get sucked in.
1: Yeah. All right, yeah, Dick. Good
0: problem. Pretty I, good problem. Man. I
1: agree. More, it's worse than slacktivists. What's uh, more annoying, a, a life, no. a year of your life spent with a hangover or just not, or Facebook?
0: Or a lifetime of shitheads on Facebook telling you to click like on whatever stupid bullshit cause that they want you to support each week. I, I think so. Slacktivist. But you know what, Dick? Um, Hangovers are a, a problem. I okay, agree. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. But uh, there might be a solution to this, Dick. And maybe not. I don't know. My problem this week, my second problem is detox diets. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a solution that's touted as for hangovers and many other things. But according to NBC News, experts say that there's little evidence that extreme regimens such as the Master Cleanse or Fruit Flush do anything more than lead to unpleasant, unhealthy side effects. Like, oh, I don't know, diarrhea. Constant diarrhea. Do you guys know what detox cleanses are? By the way, before I get ahead of myself, you guys know what this is? I just—it's like a weird diet where you just eat juices and or olive oil or something. That's all I know about it. Yeah. It's a very restrictive diet. Yeah, basically, there's there's starvation diets. This is from NBC News. They say these super restrictive eating plans are hotter than ever, thanks to being linked to lanky celebrities, including Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie. Beyonce attributed her 20-pound weight loss for the movie Dreamgirls to The Master Cleanse, a starvation diet whose adherents swallow nothing but a concoction of lemon juice mixed with maple syrup, water, and cayenne pepper, Ew. as well as salt water and a laxative tea for 10 days. That same friend who does the B12 does
1: this shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's why you were starting to sound like that with your charcoal thing and your
0: nutrients thing. I didn't want to say it. What charcoal? Oh, the no. It's charcoal just- pills or your hangover pills. Chaser. Whatever. Chaser, chaser is yeah. what it's called yeah it's just b12 i mean it's just vitamins man but yeah this fucking horse shit i know so many people i don't know if this is just a side effect of knowing people who live in california but there's so many people who do this all the time and they damage themselves or at, at, at best it has no effect other than they lose some temporary weight and at worst they damage their kidneys here's here some of the problems with these cleanses these detox cleanses right Vitamin deficiencies, muscle breakdown, and blood sugar problems, not to mention frequent liquid bowel movements. These diets can upset blood sugar levels, potassium and sodium levels in the body. People with diabetes or heart or kidney disease or women who are pregnant are especially vulnerable, which uh, I'm okay with the last one. Yeah, um- <laughs>
1: surprise, surprise. I'm surprised you're not okay with all of this. Yeah, well— It's idiots putting shit in their body to make themselves
0: sick. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wish they-, they weren't idiots. I wish they would just— do a little bit of research, uh, you know. Have a steak, Shut yeah. the fuck up. That's what these people need to do. That's the solution to the de- the detox diets. Next thing you're going to be saying that smoking <clears throat> is a problem. Uh, it's coming. It's coming, buddy. Long term fasts lead to muscle breakdown and a shortage of many needed nutrients, says Lona Sandin, a Dallas dietitian and spokesperson for the American Dietetic Association. Depriving the body of the vitamins and minerals we get from food can actually weaken the body's abilities to fight infections and inflammation, she says. So these dipshits, these morons who are doing these diet detoxes, right? These diet, these detox cleanses. Right. These are the same people who a lot of time adhere to other celebrity horse shit like, uh, I don't know, anti-vaxxer. Right. Yeah? yeah? So they're weakening their immune system, not getting vaccinations, getting more diseases, and then spreading them around in a perpetual cycle of idiocy and lesser minds. Hmm. <laughs> You're building a real, uh, you're weaving a real rich
1: tapestry of celebrity worship here.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. It's all related, man. There's a quote from a doctor, Nasser Malou. He says, and by attempting to flush out the bad stuff from your intestines, you're also flushing out good gut bacteria that helps the intestines stay healthy. Yeah. You know what I found out about gut bacteria too? What's that? Uh, Well, a couple things it um it changes
1: your mood yeah your gut bacteria so if like if your gut bacteria is offset they did this thing with mice where they took gut bacteria from asshole mice and put them in regular
0: mice <laughs> and the regular mice turned into assholes yeah this is a real study. Oh, yeah. I, read, I, I saw that. And also NPR talked about this too. If you eat just one type of food all the time, it changes your mood. It changes the way you think. Your your, your actual physiology, your mind physiology changes based on what you eat. You know what you should do? This is I'm going to bring this in as a
1: solution for the bonus episode. You should sell your gut bacteria oh. to fix all these lesser minds that you keep complaining about. Oh, man. Like, Matic style microbes.
0: A billion little Maddoxes swimming around in your stomach. See, I don't know. I don't know if people could could withstand my gut bacteria. My gut bacteria is fighters. They're all fighters, man. It's like yeah. unleashing World War III in your gut. Because mm. you remember our, our hot sauce challenge? We both drank that shit. I had no problem. I just went right to sleep when I got home. You called me up, you're like, Maddox, I'm never
1: doing this again. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. It was awful. I felt like I had a football of vinegar in my stomach.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I just uh went home, uh rubbed one out and played some video games and I went to sleep. Hmm. In that order? Um, no, I played video games, then rubbed one out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> make That makes more sense. <laughs> went to sleep, rubbed one out, played video games, went to sleep again, rubbed one out.
1: I also read that you, if you live with someone, your gut bacteria starts getting uh, like intertwined, like mixed up. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I read.
0: Well, it depends on how, how much you French kiss, I think. Is that true? No, nah, I don't know. That's just conjecture. Oh, I imagine because that. How else could you get someone else's gut bacteria into your stomach unless you're making out with their tonsils? I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't a, know. Gr- that's a gross thought. I don't and know la- how they or work. if you're into like spitting, that's pretty gross.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. Or you eat the same things. You start eating the same things, and you're oh, in the same yeah. environment, and it changes your
0: that stomachs. actually that actually is is a uh, is probably, probably much pretty. smarter than what you said. <laughs> uh, uh, what, French kissing? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Doctors t- did a study on French kissing. So, Dick, a lot of times these people who do these detox diets are doing it to lose weight. But they said that while people can lose 5 to 10% of their weight in the first few months of a diet, up to two-thirds of the people regain even more weight than they lost within four to five years, researchers found. Yeah, And then uh, finally from NPR – actually, there's there's one more source after this. But NPR says, the body has its own amazing detoxification system, the liver and kidneys, says Ranit Mishori, a faculty member of the family medicine at Georgetown University School of Medicine who has reviewed the medical literature on colon cleanses. Unless there's a blockage in one of these <laughs> organs <laughs> that do it day and night, there's absolutely no need to help the body get rid of toxins. Which, by the way, what are all these fucking toxins we've accumulated in our body? It, 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 it seems know. like some mystic mumbo-jumbo. When they say toxins, I imagine something like from the movie Spirited Away or uh, Princess Mononoke where it's like this dark those sludge. Worms. Yeah, those like wormy dark sludge things that climb through forests. I think that people who are trying to rid themselves of toxins Visualize those toxins as these black sludges that are climbing through their body. Like, what? Sure. El- what else are toxins? What are those?
1: I have no idea. No I know one does. that there are free radicals, but I don't know what they are. I know that, like when you get a massage, they always say you got to drink water and sweat to get the toxins out of your yeah. body. But I have no Like I know there's a thing
0: called lactic acid that makes your muscles sore. Sure. So I assume maybe there's other things like that. But that's not something that's that's foreign to your body. That's something your body produces, and those aren't necessary. Those your any so, toxin, toxin, any toxin that your body produces, like say I don't know, pee or poo. It's something that your body already has a mechanism with dealing with. It's called your asshole or pee hole. What about boogers? You got to pick them out. No, not always They don't come out on their own You know what I found If you eat enough spicy food They'll just run all over your mouth oh, great <laughs> You get a big drizzle That's how your body protects itself, man And by the way, you don't need to get rid of boogers Your boogers are there to collect uh, bacteria and spores And other shit that you're not supposed to swallow Quotable quote You don't need to get rid of your boogers <laughs> Maddox, put that on your Facebook quote Look, man, if you leave them alone long enough They'll get big enough and they'll fall out on their own Oh, God That's a all fact right. That's a fact Here's another, here's my final source from Alternet. It says, some websites claim you will actually excrete up to 2,000 gallstones with this flush. As it turns out, you won't excrete gallstones at all, although the flush will cause you to excrete what looks like little green stones. And they're talking about this, uh, what? this, yeah, this green fruit flush. What does it, excrete mean? Where are these greens, where are these little emeralds coming out of me? Yeah, presumably your butt or your pee hole. So what are they? It's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, not on chicks. That's like a quarter of an inch difference. Come on. Um so they they're saying this is this is a uh, a diet cleanse that they were talking about that yeah. requires you to drink like gallons of olive oil and I don't know, like green Yeah, that's the one I heard of too. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. So what are they? Saponified olive oil answers clinical herbalist Rosalie De La For- Fora. Remember that you just drank a large amount of olive oil and lemon juice, and it has to come out the other end. The olive oil actually turns into soap inside your body. The soap (laughs) absorbs bile, turning it green, although it's been shown that when someone drinks red dye along with their liver flush mixture, the stones will be red on the inside. So these, these morons are just swallowing gallons of Oops. olive oil and lemon, and it just turns into soap inside your stomach. That's what you're excreting, you dumb shits. It's not gallstones, you fucking morons. So they could
1: just be shitting in their designer soap dishes? Yeah. Is that the solution? Yeah. You get all these bored housewives guzzling soap and shitting designer soap, guzzling oil and shitting out designer soap? Yeah.
0: There you go, idiot. The and- soap that you can't use? Yeah, soap that you can't use. If we're gonna recycle,
2: let's get serious. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, when you drink large quantities of oil or oil or eat a large quantity of oily food, that does shit to your colon. You can't keep it in; it just kind of leaks out. You remember that uh, Zenecal, I think it was Zenecal or what? What's the? There was some like Fenfen or some diet pill that you took. That basically there was this class of diet pills that came out in the mid '90s yeah. that made it so that your body would not absorb oil. And you so, leak it out your asshole. Yeah. yeah. What happens is it was what, a chip, it was olestra, <clears throat> olestra. That's wasn't the one. wasn't it. Yeah. yeah. Was that oh, the one? Yeah. I think it was. Olean
2: was a trade name, and olestra yes. was a substance. And yeah. I love how they show a guy in a commercial floating down a river in an inner tube, because <laughs> <laughs> that's about the only way you're safe. Yeah. It's <laughs> that it's,
0: stuff. You'd step off a high curb and shit yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and by the way, that's uh, yeah. you're you're going to leave an oil slick behind you too. I actually have this clip uh. from my from my own website from a long time ago. This is from. I believe is oh, it was Xenocal uh, or Celebrex. Listen to this.
2: You may experience gas with oily discharge, increased bowel movements, <laughs> an urgent need to have them, and an inability to control them.
0: <laughs> hey, that could apply to hangovers too, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. Um, yeah, this, uh, so this is what you're doing to yourself by taking all these cleanses that don't do anything, and uh, you're essentially producing soap in your bowels, you dumbasses.
1: Well, the body is not like a carburetor. Right? No. Like, it's not like a mechanical thing that we made. It's, uh, it can't be, it doesn't need that kind of cleaning. It doesn't need a tune-up, doesn't right? need a
0: tune-up. No, don't, like, you don't need an enema. No. Don't, you don't need a flush your, your body doesn't leave big hunks of shit in its <laughs> colon. You shit it out, guys. Yeah, like cavemen are going around. It's like, well, that, uh, dad got too full of shit. We had to leave <laughs> it behind.
1: Too slow. He had all this
0: poop in his bowels. Got a bunch of turds up there. Not a very good design. No. No, that's why we need cleanses. We need colon cleanses. And we survived tens of thousands of years... With, uh, without colon cleanses and diet detoxes, yeah, just fine. And now, suddenly, we because Beyonce and fucking Gwyneth Paltrow is getting her ass flushed with oil. <laughs> and it's Ooh. kind of related to these oil pullers. Have you heard of this, Dick? Oil pullers? Oil pulling, yeah. Do you know what this is? It sounds like jerking off. Yeah, what is a- it? Yeah, it is. It's a big jerk-off that you do in your mouth. Um, what <laughs> people do is they there is this uh, big trend. Jesus Christ. It is, man. Wait till, I, wait till you hear this. This was big on, on uh, I Huffington think I've heard Post enough. <laughs> This was big on Huffington Post and a lot of like women 's website like Gawker and all that shit. they were talking about this cons- this, uh, this thing that people do it's, it's related to diet detoxes, but it's oil pulling and what they do is every morning they wake up and they put a spoonful of coconut oil in their mouth and they swish it around for 20 minutes and it's supposed to, of course, leach toxins from your mouth and your body and whatever it's supposed to make your teeth whiter and this and that, but there is no evidence people have found in studies that if you do a, an oil pull with coconut oil or you do an oil pull say with just water so just a water pull yeah it has about the same effect because you're swishing around your mouth some liquid for 20 minutes and of course it's going to get rid of some of the gunk in your mouth but who who That's has fun- weird
1: yeah do they just want the taste of coconut in their mouth all day or no no do the they th- brush their teeth the we th- just do that
0: yeah, yeah brushing your teeth also works oh, okay. guys but they think that because when you put, uh, say, like a clove of garlic into olive oil, the garlic kind of uh, saps the, the flavor of the, oh, of okay. the garlic, right? So yeah. they think the same theory applies to your teeth. So you're basically marinating your mouth with coconut oil that you spit out every day, and it's supposed to make your teeth wider or something. I don't know, man.
1: Do you remember the guy that turned himself into a Smurf? Someone was telling me about this. I think it was you. Oh, God. It's the funniest thing. Anytime any of these, like, bullshit detox things comes up, Sean, you remember this guy.
2: Yeah, he took, like, a, a bunch of silver yeah. or something like that. He thought yeah. silver. He's, he's
1: fucking blue he's, for life. He's, he's blue. He's blue, and he has a big white beard and, like, a big white, like, pompadour or whatever. He looks like Papa Smurf. Like, he is He's blue as
0: a Smurf, dude. It looks crazy. Look it up. Uh, I will, but you know what's kind of cool about that, Dick, is uh, if he starts uh, some foreplay with a chick and she changes her mind, yeah, you can't really tell if he's got blue balls.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I, got. I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess Whatever.
0: true. Do you have another problem, Dick? What do you got? Cuss no, control it's, it's, over here? We're
1: getting too long. Yeah. I, I do want to read some stuff out of this cuss control book, though. Yeah. The, so mind?
0: for those who don't remember, if you haven't listened to the last episode, uh, Lori Fo- Lori Foster and Megan Pennock sent us some Christmas gifts, and one of them was this book called Cuss Control about yeah. how to curb your 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 cursing.
1: Way I- back when I brought in too much swearing as a problem, yeah. Uh, and this was my this was my source of information: the Cuss Control books. They sent it in. It's the greatest and funniest book. I've only read two paragraphs in it, and I've already <laughs> laughed hysterically <laughs> twice. I can't say that for any other book I've ever read. Let me read you something out of the chapter called Ways to Avoid Anger. Uh, presumably, being angry causes swearing. Uh, I don't know, man. I swear when I'm happy to. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. This is just that's this, why it's see in what the book. Says, yeah. That's why it's in the book. So number, number two, this is, how, this is a way you can avoid anger. If what you heard is true, decide if anger is the right reaction. <laughs>
0: Okay, because anger is a uh, one of those things that it, you decide beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dis- yeah, decide if it's the right reaction, yeah. right? Like, is yeah. this,
1: are you the Incredible Hulk? Do you need to get angry so you yeah. can save the Earth from an invading alien species? Maybe. Yeah. Here's the flow chart. No, uh, step number one was get the facts before you get mad. Mm, sure. So now we're on step number two. That's what mad
0: people do is they they stop and think about it, and what? then they get the facts. They try to help themselves. you out here. Yeah. Uh, here's the scenario. Decide if anger is the right reaction. If your daughter was drinking when
1: she totaled the car, your anger might scare her into never doing it again. But did you tell her that you are glad she didn't get hurt? (laughs) Your boyfriend did kiss another girl, but will he want to salvage his relationship with you if you threaten to castrate him?
0: (laughs) That's what he goes to. Yeah. That that's, was the first thought. That's the first thought. It's like, I'm going to cut your dick
1: off. Uh-huh. You thought you did a good job on that project, but now that you have the boss's perspective, can you make it better? Disasters do happen, but look at each occurrence to determine if it really qualifies as a disaster. So that was it. That was a drunk driving accident. Uh, you want to cut your boyfriend's dick off. And uh, did you do a good job at work?
0: Yeah, real, uh, real even keeled. I like his examples yeah. of castration. Uh, you can get, bo- here's forget anger and go for the laughs. You can
1: get bogged down struggling to control your anger. A different or supplemental approach is to find the humor in annoying situations while they are happening. Hmm. So this would be good for you.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Well, when you, when you do something
1: <laughs> clumsy and others laugh, laugh with them rather than be incensed. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? Guys are <laughs> tripping and just immediately blowing their stacks yeah. and people laugh at them? So now, when they fall over or spill something, they're
0: just going, ha, 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 ha. I think it's funny too. <laughs> <laughs> I fell. Hey, look at me, <laughs> everyone. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Who the fuck is it? He wrote this for cartoon characters. <laughs> it's the best book yeah, it's ever. It's for Donald Duck. <gasps> yeah, The whole book is like it. It's great. And they're good tips. They're good tips. Like, I don't want to only one good. It. What's a good tip that they have in that book? Do you have any? Uh, let me see.
1: Off-color humor can ease tension or cause it. Oh, wait a minute! I thought it was
0: gonna—I thought it was gonna be a good tip. <laughs> it kind—I mean, that's true. It can ease tension amongst racists or cause it amongst non-racists.
1: <laughs> I'm looking for one. Communicate more clearly. What does it mean to say something looks like shit? <laughs> I mean, remember this is how not to cuss. Yeah. So, what does it really mean to say something looks like shit? I know exactly what that means. Suppose you are talking about a house. Is it brown, poorly designed, <laughs> in need of paint, in disrepair? <laughs> If you refer to someone as an asshole, <laughs> will others know what you mean? Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. Most
1: definitely. Yes. Hey, what do you guys
0: think of Randy? Oh, he's a, he's, he's an a asshole. asshole. Yeah. Uh, is really? No, no, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you mean he's a puckered up piece of the body that excretes uh, soap sometimes? Fucking asshole. He'd be unpuckered because he would oh, be getting I... fucked. <laughs> oh, a I'm fucking just being asshole. L-
1: you know, some literal yeah, yeah. like the
0: book intends. All right. What are what are uh, what are our problems? So our problems this week, Dick. Mine were lesser minds and detox diets. Mine was a hangovers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I got some fan art too. Do you want to see that? Yeah, let me see some to fan bring art. it in. Okay. Biggest problem in the universe: uh, tactical problem solving. I think it's a
0: Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I fan saw that. Art. Do you remember yeah. this one? Let's I take do. A good look yeah. At that. Yeah. I I see that they drew the guy drew me as a chick, which pisses me off. Pretty cool.
1: I got guns. I look like a spy of some sort. He's got fuckery on the box. That's funny.
0: Snake! You got a monkey over here, though. (laughs) You like that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, he drew that little monkey in there. Look, guys, um, you guys didn't think that snakes were a problem. You don't think that monkeys are a problem. It's all going to come back and bite you right in the ass. You'll see. One of these days. There you have it. Anyway, guys, that's our problem this week. Those are our problems, rather. And uh, don't forget the live show is coming up. It's going to be online. You'll all be able to see it. It's awesome. And, uh, again, uh, vote for the problems on TheBiggestProblemInTheUniverse.com. I'm Maddox. Thanks for listening. Peace hey, guys. Happy New Year, you fuckheads. I'll tell you what the biggest problem is. And yes, this is me calling from Ireland, but this is pre-hangover when I'm drunk. <laughs> the biggest problem is people falling asleep. When they're fucking drunk And <laughs> not being able to handle alcohol And saying they'll do something Like, let's say, make a pizza Then they become completely unresponsive You have to make your own pizza And end up making a mess <laughs> <good laughs> i right the right fuck off, You end up making a mess Yeah When he try to make uh, a pizza drunk Yeah Well
1: Hey, this is a uh, Lowe From the second biggest problem in the universe Or second biggest, best page Yeah, I love those. I love those. This guy tried to call up and call me retarded three times, and he fucked up the voicemail every time. I got to bring them all
0: in next week. That's hilarious. Uh, Yeah, let's play a big string of just fan (laughs) fuck-ups.